This is The Dotted Line, 97.1 FM. Kieran Fields has a new album. The album is called Water. These days, she's Melbourne-based, and she joins me. Hey, Kieran. Kia ora, how are you going? I'm good, thank you very much. How long have you been living in Melbourne? This time, post-lockdown. Post um, I've been back since November, uh, but in... Total, I've been living in Melbourne for 13 years. So another 20, 25 years and you'll be a local? I'm going for it. I really want the trophy. I know it's hard to get and it's coveted, but I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm going to give it my best shot. But yes, I, I pre-COVID, I called New Zealand and Melbourne home very frivolously, uh, one foot in either country, uh, and since the, the choice is now uh, pick one, Melbourne it is. Good choice, but that that's just my opinion. <laughs> but um, I, Thank I, you. I heard rumour too that um, they'd set up a travel bubble just for you so that you could go back and forward. <laughs> I wish. My dad set up a travel restriction so I wouldn't leave the country. Yes, I would love for that to be the truth, and so would many families across the Tasman, I'm sure. Congratulations on the new album. Water is the name of the album. I heard rumour that you recorded the whole thing in about three days. Is that rumour correct? (laughs) My part of the record was done in three days. We moved down to the Great Ocean Road for a couple of days in a Airbnb we'd never seen before and thought, let's do it. Let's. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Well, yeah, it, it, it was a body of work that we felt needed representing in a way that was clear and delivered as the songs and stories were being told. And so Fraser and I just went for it and put all of our heart and risk and soul into, yeah, picking a house online and and taking the whole record there for the three days that we spent actually recording. It happened to be a full moon, which I actually didn't plan, but I'm definitely stoked that that was happening at the same time. Um, and so, yes, very little was, was needed after those days in the house to make it a complete record. So you, you took the whole band with you as well? No, we had uh, myself, Josh, on drums and Ben friends on bass, and we captured the the songs um, in their entirety together, uh, just the three of us with Fraser in the house. So we had Jen Anderson do her part for a morning, and then Harley his part for the afternoon. He plays electric, and um, yeah, we had Ryan Brewer take his little night when he was travelling back from Nashville. So, yeah, it was just like these these sweet little sessions that happened after the record was captured in its, in its fullness and we just kind of polished it like painting a little house and it was done. It was really, really lovely. Such a beautiful way to make a record. You make it sound really simple. It is a beautiful record. Uh, I can't believe that it, it was that simple. <laughs> a lot of heart went into the creating of the records before we entered that house. A lot of energetic architecture was, was, I guess, uh, 
transformed between Fraser and I. Um, and the songs are stories. They're very much uh, complete narrative as a record. And so to deliver them in this way felt really natural. I certainly don't know if I could do that again, if I could take a body of work and just lay it out. But this just felt like these songs were written for that purpose. And I was just very grateful to have connected with Fraser. And we both boldly went forward and had the best time doing it. <laughs> <laughs> It certainly reflects it in in the album. You can tell that you've had a good time doing it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it was so great. And the irony is, David, is that we had this grand plan to let's do a record and let's take it down the coast and let's not muck around with it much. Let's just, you know, bang it out. And then COVID hit and, of course, it sat on the shelf for near on 18 months just going. (laughs) So I could have been sitting there meticulously working on every mistake and going forth and redoing this, but it just sat there done and captured, um, ready for its release. So I feel very good that it's out there flying in the world. This is The Dotted Line. I am chatting to Kieran Fields about her new album. The album is called Water. Until You, I think, is the current single off the album. It's the leading single off the record. We could have had a video clip for it, but lockdown. So <laughs> 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 uh, just imagine, probably through the field. So, um, until you is uh, is a love song that's been that's been floating around my live shows for a couple of years, and um, it's a favourite of many friends um, who have come to see me and fall in love with the song. So I just thought that was a nice one to highlight. It is a lovely bit of songwriting. Got to say, too, there's a pretty uh, nice bit of, is it pedal steel on there or lap steel? I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, pedal steel. That's Ben Franz playing that. Pretty nice. Isn't he lovely? It's, a, it's like, he, <laughs> like he's been rehearsing, yes. I know. We, we hardly did a spot of that either. <laughs> I know Ben from my first record as well, so the flavour he brought to this was really lovely. Um, and he plays beautifully on this track. My heart has been hiding in a box It's been waiting for love to pick the lock I've been sitting here singing in the dark Thinking no one could open me up Until you How exceptionally, beautifully, wonderfully God made you Nobody was giving me the answer Cause nobody was telling me the truth Well I've been searching for the heart of the matter And had no one I could lean on to Until Beautifully, wonderful 
This is The Dotted Line. I am chatting to Kieran Fields about her new album. The album is called Water. Tell me about Escape. This one, you've uh, got the whole band behind you on this track. Mm, Yeah, I love this song. Um, I cried when I heard it back when we captured it in the house. It was a good moment. Um, And I probably cried when I wrote it too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was in a very different place, though, when I wrote that song. I was actually smack bang in the city, looking down at the uh, at the city of Melbourne. And it's not that I wanted to escape Melbourne. It was it was really just a particular point of my life that I was in. Um, and certainly that moment of, I guess, yeah, facing, facing the big choices you're going to make in life and what are you going to do? And, of course, I just thought I should probably just run away. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I guess you could find yourself in the song. Escape is a is a big one for me. A big one of uh, yeah, adventure and heartache. Stack the wood, light the fire, pitch out tent under moonlight. Dust beneath our clothes Dirt between our toes To anywhere but here Aboard the morning train It's driving me insane Could be any time from now Come on and break me out I need to escape Head on out on your mobile 
This is a loaded question because uh, with COVID and the lockdowns and all the rest of it, but are, are we going to see some live launches, hopefully? Well, I've had one cancelled, so I feel like that's a good omen for these days. I feel like if you haven't had one cancelled launch, it's not really a launch. <laughs> You're doing um, something wrong, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, no, that doesn't feel right. Um, two cancellations, you're bound for glory. Um 
that's that's really the math these days. So I've had my first launch cancelled in July or postponed, as I should say, and so that's going to nudge in now at the end of October. But I've had a generous sprinkling of shows with some really beautiful artists since returning to Melbourne, and I think that's just the key, that yes, there will be celebrations for the launch, but we're just happy to play and create, and it's like throw 50 dates at the wall and probably 15 of them will stick, so just go for it. (laughs) Yeah, if you throw enough dates at the wall, at least some of them will stick. Uh, You've got to have that tenaciousness, right? (laughs) Exactly. If I wanted to get hold of a copy of the album, though, where do I get it? When is it available? When can I grab a copy? You can grab a physical copy on Bandcamp, although I've got four vinyl records left in the country till the next. So you smash me, um, which is great. So jump on Bandcamp and get get a vinyl record before you have to wait in line for the next next round but um yeah it's everywhere music can be found my friends you can find it online and in person hopefully and and um there's there's a ton of cds of course and digital downloads ready for you uh, to take home and call your own yes Bandcamp. we always recommend Bandcamp because uh, that way the artists actually get a share of the money or most of the money and we meet you. It sounds strange, but the little, you know, interaction we get on Bandcamp is not just that financial contribution to the music, but it's like, I know your name and I know who you are and you're reaching out and we're doing this great thing by connecting through music and it, it doesn't always have to be validated in a response or a reply or this, but you know it's there and I feel special about that. So if you just want to feel that good fuzziness beyond, know that it's reciprocated at this end, you know? This is The Dotted Line, chatting to Kieran Fields about her new album. This is not without a little bit of humour in different parts of the album as well. Uh, Out on the Porch. Tell me a bit about this one. (laughs) Um, Well, I introduced it as a song about dying, and I hope it encourages you to get living. Um, Out on the Porch is... Yeah, it's the funnest song because it really just, um, I guess it really just captures what it's like to be really reflective on what's important in life and know that when we die, we can't take any of it with us. So we must just have the best time while we're here. Um, But on a real, I guess, personal connection to that song, I before COVID and post-COVID as well, but um, I, I work a lot with friends in aged care and I've worked a lot with friends in palliative care and brought music into places where pain and suffering and death uh, belong. And I find our relationship to letting go when it comes to death a, a very interesting one to navigate. We, we, we're often kept alive um, for many reasons, mostly for those that are left behind. And I guess out on the porch was my holding, holding hands with my friends um, and saying, let's just run off, make it, um, instead of laying here in a bed for months on end, waiting for the end. One, two, three, four. Guitar slicker, banjo picker, drinking Johnny Cash's liquor out on the porch. That's how I want to die. Listening to Joan Baez and smoking Willie Nelson's hash out on the 
sunset and see the stars Tell the world to kiss my out on the porch That's how I want to This is The Dotted Line, 97.1 FM. I'm chatting to Kieran Fields about the new album, Water. One track that I really liked was Black Fire. Tell me a bit about this. It's a deep song, right? It is, it's yes, fun. indeed. Tell me all. Where was it written? <laughs> uh, I actually wrote that in Flowerdale um, at my brother and sister-in-law's flower farm there um, surprisingly it, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily inspired by Blackfire and certainly not directly um, the Flowerdale area as well um, but it certainly comes into the story of it the song is is about challenging uh, challenging mental health um, it's about dealing with really, really hard, the darkness in us um, and how it can sweep through us and take everything in its path. Um, and often when we're dealing with mental health and those that we love and trying to help those that we love or being someone who needs help from those we love, it can be as destructive as Blackfire. And so all of those stories kind of collided and came together on that Flowerdale veranda one Saturday afternoon. This old man hit the road hard when the Town, there was not enough water to drown, not enough water to drown. Black fire, black fire. The old story goes only a stranger knows. That you can't hide from who you were with that God Almighty scar, God Almighty scar, black fire, black fire.
black fire, black fire. This old man hit the pavement hard when the black fire roared through his town. There was not enough water to. This is the dotted line chatting to Kieran Fields about her new album. Tell me a bit about Mama, the track. This is a, a lovely bit of um, songwriting here as well, and I've got to say, a, a great bit of double bass playing in the actual track. Thank you. Um, Mama was actually a song on its own. It was uh, released because I won the MRT Songwriting Award in New Zealand for this great little story um so i i released it out into the world before i adventured into making the rest of water um and for that reason it feels like a it's got its own like energy around it as well it's kind of this like fun sad sarcastic song in a way that is centered on extraordinary love um and i I'm always so happy to play it live and hear friends and folks singing along. And I make them sing along too. Like I turn the lights on and look everyone in the eye until they start singing along with me. And <laughs> it's just such a happy, sad shit song um, that is about love. That pretty much sums up my whole repertoire, really. <laughs> <laughs> happy shit songs. About life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try and be positive about the bad things. You got your chance to hit the big time, but instead you hit the crack pipe. Mama's gonna see you right, baby. Mom is gonna see you right Now you've done wrong to many a man They're gonna catch you if they can But mom is gonna see you right, baby Mom is gonna see you right Only your mama's love can save you Baby, when you've messed up your whole damn life, only your mama's love can save you, baby. So mama's gonna see you right, baby. Mama's gonna see you right. And you feel like a goddamn fool Cause it's all your fault And you're bound to hang But one step up from the bottom of the whiskey glass Is a love And who else in the world to us? Love can save you, baby. 
This is The Dotted Line. I am chatting to Kieran Fields about her brand new album. The album is called Water. Where did the title come from? It's all through the record. Um, I guess I didn't have to try too hard to pick a, <laughs> pick a title. I guess Water on that deeper level is that this is a, this is a record of deeply personal narratives and a lot of it is a lot of heartache and a lot of really difficult things to tackle, even though I've approached a few of them in a very lighthearted way, or at least a catchy, jovial way. <laughs> They're very deep, dark topics. And water is a great catalyst for change and release and cleansing and letting go. Uh, so whilst there's lots of themes of water throughout the songwriting, really for me it was about taking them to the river and gently letting them go downstream and waving them goodbye. It is a deep album, absolutely. Yeah, I just kept digging. And I thought I'd written it, and then I'd just spend more songs, just keep coming. And I think I wrote over 200 songs for this record. Um, and even like 15, the last song on the record just came through literally like, for oh gosh, two weeks before, time, you know, time's up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was going for it, finding the best ones, the biggest stories. And and the biggest uh, let go down the river for you? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, this record started with with the end of my marriage, um, and so it was already heavy <laughs> from the get go. Um, and so, as the record takes you through a journey of love and passion and ignition and gasoline. <laughs> Um, you know, you realize deep down that there are things that you've experienced in your own childhood that have affected the way that you see life and, and how you've approached love and, and that you have to deal with those things inside of you before you can really truly accept who you are and love yourself and be able to love the world around you. You're refer- so I had to go deep. Indeed, yeah. And you're referring to the, the last track on it, 15. Yeah. The whole record leads to that moment for me, um, but that's just me. I mean, 15 is a love song. It's a great love song about two people who loved each other so very much. But for the reasons found within the song, they couldn't be together anymore. And, and I'm a product of that love. Um, and so when you've been a part of that and you're making sense of that, um, it has an effect on how you are in the world. And I guess the rest of the record... Uh, for me, it was about that time in my life where I realized that I had to go back in time and hold the hand of that 15-year-old and say, like, come with me, it's going to be okay. Sounds super cheesy, like we should start rolling the credits for a cheesy love movie right now, but <laughs> sometimes you just have to go there, David, I'm not afraid. No, I, I, <laughs> totally, I totally understand that. The And I've heard like a thousand songs written about breakups and about all the rest of it, but it, it is, I don't know if I've ever heard... Uh, a breakup described by someone who is experiencing 
the breakup as a 15-year-old observing the breakup of their parents. It's, it, I found it quite remarkable when I listened to it. Cue. I did write that one in the fetal position on the floor. We were out in the shed When he said divorce Was around the corner He said he didn't have a choice I was 15 
when you're 15 You just don't know 